I'm Eric Holdeman, and this is Disaster Zone, a podcast about emergencies and disasters of all types. Disaster Zone will bring you interviews with people dealing with all aspects of disasters, from what causes them to how people and organizations are dealing with their impact. Here's today's program. This podcast is being sponsored by Dynamis, a leading provider of information management software and security solutions. You can find them at dynamis.com. Welcome to today's podcast. My guest today is Julie Wise, Elections Director for King County Washington State Elections. We will be talking about vote by mail and how secure the system is to protect both against voter fraud and cyber attacks. Welcome, Julie, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, the big question to start out with, how concerned are you about voter fraud coming from people voting by mail? And you're, you run a, an entirely vote by mail system. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm always, as an election administrator, of course, I take voter fraud and the security of our elections very seriously. And when I hear concerns from voters, it concerns me. Um, but, you know, the truth is, is that what we've seen here in King County, Washington State, and in vote-by-mail states, is that the instances of voter fraud are exceedingly rare. If we use an example of 2016, in King County, we saw one hundred thousandth of a percent in King County, which was 17 cases of potential voter fraud. And that was when we compared our data to 30 at some other states to see that these voters were in fact registered multiple times. Um, so it, it's exceedingly rare. And those weren't cases within Washington state or within King County. That was an, again, comparison with half the country, more than that. So you know, people that don't have experience actually running elections have the ability to kind of make wild claims about the security of vote by mail. You know, what we've really shown here in Washington State, Oregon, Colorado, even California, is that vote by mail is both secure and safe and extremely accessible for voters. I mean, we're a decade in here in King County that we've been vote by mail. It's clear to me that our voters deeply appreciate that they don't have to wait in lines. And our numbers are testament to that, right? Yeah, we I, you know, I would share, I, I enjoyed, we had younger kids going to the polls and, you know, doing that and demonstrating uh, participation, democracy. Uh, when it became all vote by mail, I, uh, I didn't like it as much. But now my wife and I sit down at the kitchen table, we got the voters' guides. And we go through it together and discuss the candidates and do that. It's a much more in-depth process for the Holdemans and being able to take the time and really make more informed votes when you vote by mail. I hear that so often that people feel like they have the opportunity to really learn about the issues, learn about the candidates and make some really informed decisions. And our turnout says that. That's what our turnout shows. We're consistently ranking six, seven, higher than the 10th of, of states um, that have high voter turnout. In fact, just, uh, just in our primary election of, of, of 2020, we saw a nearly 60% turnout, which many wow. states will only see in their presidential election and where King County is gonna be at 85%. In fact, I'm challenging King County voters to hit 90, because I really yeah. think we can. Okay. Well, you mentioned, uh a little bit about King County and 
Uh, at one point, I was the King County Office of Emergency Management Director, so I knew some of the comparisons for King County. It's the 13th largest state, largest county in the United States, and it's much bigger than uh, Rhode Island in population, almost double, I think, and it's geographically about the same size. So can you give some, the audience some basic statistics about your election division, staffing, number of elections held annually, uh, you mentioned voter registration numbers. Right. King County is approaching 1.4 million registered voters. Within King County, our elections office is serving 191 jurisdictions. So we're running elections for all the cities, 39 of them, and of course, fire, school, libraries, etc. Um, we have, as you said, a large geographical area. We have 70 ballot drop boxes here in King County. 96% of our voters live within a three mile radius. We've got some of the most amazing election administrators in this country working here at King County elections. And they really have come from all over the country to, to join the team. We've got 70 hardworking, uh, dedicated election professionals that are certified at the national and state level. And we conduct four elections, up to four elections a year typically. We see two spring elections that gives opportunities for special uh, purpose districts, our schools and fire districts to run those levies and bonds that they need to do. And then we of course have our primary, which is in August and our November election, which is in general. And we see really good turnout here in King County. That is um, very typical. Uh, people like to have their voices heard, appreciate the vote by mail process and uh, turn their ballots in. Okay, so those 70 staff, those are permanent staff, is that right? That's correct. Those are 70 permanent uh, mini union uh, position uh, staff at King County Elections. Yeah, and you, you had mentioned uh, when we talked previously that you ran uh, elections where people voted in person and how many staff did you have then doing that, you know, poll workers, if you will, and you know, how trained and were they to be able to do uh, elections? Absolutely. So a decade ago, we moved to vote by mail. But before that, I, I really had the great experience of starting in the elections industry 20 years ago. And I started answering phones for the phone bank for presidential want, election in 2000. I, I want to tell the listeners that uh, I can see Julie right now. She doesn't look like she started 20 years ago. So. <laughs> I was pretty young when I started out. My father was running for office, wanting to be mayor of a small town in, of Enumclaw out here. And, okay. um, and so I applied and started answering phones. I've worked in every position there at the King County Elections Office. I okay. was so fortunate to get elected in 2015. I'm serving my, my second term. But I really have the experience of, of 10 years of polling place elections and, and 10 years of, of vote by mail elections. And um, I could never reconcile a polling place election because of all the different discrepancies that sort of happened out there and was so appreciative that we as voters wanted to move to vote by mail in here in King County. In fact, more than 80% had already signed up to be a vote by mail, but wow. got a lot of experience in all the areas of elections. Okay. So, you know, I think it was about four years ago, um, I've been after the 2016 election that, um, the United States election system was designated a critical infrastructure. And this was um, a category, electricity, um, 
telecommunications, our water sewer systems, those are all critical infrastructures, but elections was designated one also. Do you think this step was appropriate and why? Absolutely, I think that it was absolutely appropriate that we say the foundation of our democracy is a critical infrastructure. Um, you have varying equipment, um, obviously states and jurisdictions running um, elections across the country. And so I was, I think it absolutely appropriate that uh, elections be deemed as a critical infrastructure to be able to get that support um, on a national level of any security breaches or concerns. In fact, uh, every single day I'm getting emails in regards to um, potential concerns or threats for us to be vigilant of. So I think that it's really important. Um, I was really proud to be the first election administrator in the country after 2016 to invite the Department of Homeland Security to do a physical security audit here at King County Elections. And you know, they had no other election offices to compare us to. So they had to compare us to nuclear sites and we still got really good ratings. So well, I think that that's- um... <laughs> I've, I've worked on the nuclear industry for exercises and if you're using that level standard it's it's very tight very tight it is it's a tight operation and we're um i know that we're fortunate here in king county to have a facility that's dedicated um to the processing of mail ballots that was designed by right. um you know a vendor that works on casinos and okay. um and so i know that that, that that's uh, something that a lot of <laughs> other jurisdictions could really use and i think making okay. it a critical infrastructure helps support that why don't you talk briefly about the different types of security systems you use? Um, you know, with vote by mail, uh, there's a lot of physical security involved with it because you're using a physical system. But then there's still allegations being made that uh, about cybersecurity of the election system and that. So what, what are some of the security precautions you've been taking, especially on the physical side? But Cyber remains a concern. And again, people will make some wild claims about that, even in relationship to a vote by mail system. Absolutely. I think it's important to, to note that there is the voter registration database and then there is the tabulation system. And those are not connected purposefully. And the tabulation system is uh, not connected to the internet. It's air-gapped. It is um, hardwired right in that facility. So one would have to breach many layers of security, have the fingerprint, have the badge, be able to get through all the doors to be able to even compromise our tabulation system. So um, of course, cybersecurity is incredibly important in our elections industry, making sure that our tabulation system, making sure that we're not using equipment out there at our polling places that has no paper trail or that could be hacked is incredibly important as well. It might sound old school, but that's why I really, one of the reasons I love vote by mail so much is that paper ballot that you have to go back to, that you can look to do if you need to recount or you need, if there's any issue or concern about the election. <clears throat> okay, and, and you know, they, on the cyber side, you still have machines working digitally to count ballots and that, but uh, the technical term I think is called air gap. I, I could be wrong on that, but how, how do you ensure that the machines counting ballots and tabulating the results uh, can't be hacked into? Absolutely. Um, you know, in 2016, there was an attempt to hack into the, uh, to not to King County, but to Washington state election system. Um, and there were many of those instances across the country. So we've got to be vigilant. That was unsuccessful. We have to make stronger, stronger firewall walls to ensure that. But, but you're absolutely right. 
our tabulation system not being connected to the internet, our voting machines and equipment not being connected to the internet, not having memory cards that you can remove and alter anything like that, having the paper ballot for every single voter returned in this election. But you know, I'm really fortunate, Eric. We have, I have a whole entire um, IT team dedicated to King County elections. In fact, I have two cybersecurity staff members that work full time for King wow. County elections to make sure that's how much of a priority this was, this is. And that really changed after my, my first election in 2016 is to really make sure that we have a focus on this. I, I remember I was fortunate enough a few years back, I think we had a meeting at your elections facility you opened up for everybody, a large conference room, but then we were able to get a tour of the facility. I remember the IT um, you know, you do have some these machines, but they're not only under lock and key, but other aspects of what's the physical security dealing with access to the machines themselves. Absolutely. I mean, these are, it's layers and layers of security. I think that that's what's critical. I mean, and, and when you look at one component of that level of security, it, it, it isn't enough. And it's those layers of it. We have everything from security seals that are numbered that two people have to sign off on. We've got cameras that are monitoring our facility 24 seven. We have both biometric and our badge card um, to be able to enter these areas. And what's, and the, what's the biometric? I mean, eye, eyeballs or handprint or? At this point, we're at, we are at fingerprints. So a okay. matching fingerprint. Okay. And, and myself, I, as the director of elections, I don't even have access into these areas, right? These are okay. highly secure areas. They have windows in all of them so that people can see what's happening in there. We have to work in teams of two so that we, um, we don't have just one single person touching any live ballot or having access to any computer system. And you know, one of the things accusations have been made about just the, the ballot collection boxes if people don't want to mail it or can't mail it or they just want to use the convenience of dropping in a, a collection box. What about the security aspect around that? Our ballot drop boxes are secure. These are, we have 70 across King County and um, these are secure tanks. They are a thousand pounds. They are made here locally in Puyallup by a company called Vote Armor. Um, these ballots are specific, these ballot boxes are specifically designed, and now we see them across the entire country, Eric. What this company has done is completely designed boxes that you cannot get into. Um, I, I'm not recommending someone try that because that would be against the law, yeah. but yeah. we have seen accidents where people have um, accidentally run into one of our drop boxes. Their vehicle doesn't look good. Our drop box is great, no issues with it. So these boxes are a thousand pounds. We have two paid staff members going out in those teams of two to each of our drop boxes every day to empty those. They're emptying them into secure bins that also have a numbered, a unique seal number on them that has to be there when they get it back to the elections office. Keep in mind that we are data geeks. We know how many ballots we should be receiving from our drop boxes per day yeah. from the United States Postal Service as well, in addition to us tracking ballots. But these drop boxes are secure. Um, our staff are securing them. We are closing them at, promptly at 8 p.m. on election day. And um, we've seen no issues with anyone being able to access our ballot boxes. Okay, great. So um, 
every state has, you know, conducts their own elections. There's 50 varieties, but within those 50 states, every county likely has its own election system, just like you've described for King County, a large metropolitan entity. I think population in King County is down around two, uh, two million, and certainly you talked about the number of voters, really significant. Um, but what's the relationship between the, the Secretary of State for a state and then the local elections offices? I mean, you're working here in Washington State, but uh, in general and in particular here for Washington. Yeah, in general, what, what we see the Secretary of State's role is, um, is really being responsible for providing administrative guidelines and oversight of elections across the state. I know, for example, here at King County, we will be audited um, this coming election by the Secretary of State's office. They do that to each of the jurisdictions um, every five years. Um, but their role is really to help create a uniformity in our election across the state and ensure that we're all adhering to those state election laws. They also provide voter registration database, VoteWA, as well as many other key public facing um, tools for our voters on that site. You know, King County elections and our in, in the election departments across Washington State and the country, they're more responsible for the actual running of the elections, that day-to-day -day operations. It's our responsibility to make sure that voters get their ballots and that we count those ballots once they're returned. Um, we work really closely um, with the Secretary of State's office. I think where we've seen some really good election running is where there's some really great relationships between the, the counties um, that are running the election and the Secretary of State's office to make sure that we run our elections smoothly. Okay, and uh, you know, do you have a sense, you've talked, of course, you know the King County election system, you're in charge of it, you've got all these um, great processes and procedures in place and facilities. Do you have a sense for how you and your elections division, physical and cyber security, compared to other election systems for the rest of the United States? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there used to be an annual conference of elections officials and you have a chance to network and you get a sense for what other people are doing. But and any sense for how what you're doing compares to other uh, states and areas of the uh, nation? Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I think it's accurate to say that King County Elections is leading in vote by mail elections. I am a nationally certified election administrator where I get the opportunity to work with my peers across the country. I will say that most of the election administrators across this country would like to be running vote by mail elections. Um, they think that that way it provides an opportunity for them to focus in one type of election um, and, and not to be running polling place elections. So I think that uh, King County Elections is, is a leader in the industry. And we've seen that just as um, more jurisdictions uh, tackle vote by mail ahead of our presidential election. We've received uh, calls and emails from a couple of dozen jurisdictions where we're providing our procedures, processes, our vendors that make our different equipment to those jurisdictions as they um, move forward with vote by mail. So I think that we're a leader in the industry and I think that we are looked at as a partner too. We wanna help other jurisdictions move forward with vote by mail. And you know, we've, again, we've been at it for a decade. We've been vote by mail, we've got uh, the bells and whistles, the ballot tracker, lots of drop boxes and things that jurisdictions would like to do someday. So I do think that people look, look to us in, in those regards um, 
to be able to, to help and to and something that we definitely want to be there doing is providing that assistance to those jurisdictions. I hope this is a tipping point for vote by mail, um, but uh, we'll continue to be, you know, uh, in the national news, I think in, in King County and in Washington state, and we want to lead by example. We want to show the world that we can do 90% turnout here in King County, even during a pandemic, and that we're going to run really clean, um, it, accurate, secure elections, and that you can do both. You can, you can have accessible and secure elections at the same time. Okay, and um, I, my sense is the trend is because of the coronavirus, there's gonna be a lot more vote by mail, whether it's absentee or other methods, uh, states are doing different things. Would you agree that the trend is towards vote by mail and that will be a continuing movement for states throughout the nation? I do. I do believe that we're going to see more and more go to vote by mail, right? We had Oregon for many, many decades, then Washington State, California, Utah, um, Hawaii, Alaska, many other jurisdictions that are making that move. And so, yeah, I think we're going to see more, more go vote by mail. I mean, I, I just fundamentally believe that every voter who, who wants their ballot mailed to them should, should have that right to do so without making an excuse. And how I sort of look at it is that you know, we're permanent absentee voters. We all sign up in Washington state to be a registered voter. We get vetted, our voter registration gets vetted the same way that you do in any other state. And you've signed up to be a permanent absentee. And, and though I know that I too miss the um, community and the relationship of gathering together at polling places, um, we see record turnout in states with vote by mail. So I think that we're doing something right. And I know that other jurisdictions wanna move in that direction. Okay, so last, question. What, what advice do you have for voters to be sure that their vote is counted? You know, the U.S. Postal Service has been in the news for about two weeks now. So um, what's your advice across the nation for people to make sure that their uh, vote is counted? Get ready. Get ready now. So go to your local county or to your secretary of state. Get online and see and make sure that you are registered, that you've got the most current information. Um, do that now. Get ahead of it and get prepared. Um, the most important thing, I think, for voters across the country is to vote early. Um, there's options uh, across the country to vote early, and I recommend and suggest that people do so. It's critically important that everyone does get out and vote and knows what the rules are of their actual state. So not on Facebook, not on untrusted sources on the internet, but go to trusted sources, go to the government uh, secretary of state's website or the government county site to be able to see what you need to do to get prepared and then make sure that you vote early. I know people have concerns about the United States Postal Service. And I tell you, I do too. I am watching it vigilantly. But what I will say is that we've seen a great partnership over a decade here in King County with the United States Postal Service. We have really ensured that voters are getting their ballots on time. And we saw that just even in our most recent primary election where ballots were in the hands of our voters 99.96% of our voters had their ballots within five days of mailing. So we're going to continue to track the United States Postal Service, um, work with our partners there, and, um, and track ballots as they go back and forth from voters um, so that we know where they are. So King County elections, I'm, I'm sure you know this date. <laughs> the election, I want to say, is, is it November 4th? Is that right? That's November 3rd. Third, I, good thing, correction, November 3rd, is what date are you mailing ballots 
and King County. In King County, we'll be mailing ballots on October 14th. Voters should really have them in their hands by Monday, October 20th. Okay. So if so, voters don't have it in their hands by then, they should reach out to us. It's 296-VOTE. We can mail them out another one. And the cool thing in Washington State is if for some reason you don't get your ballot, you just have to jump online to vote law and you can print off your ballot and get it returned to a post okay. office or to a drop box. All right. So when, you know, when you get your uh, ballot, you know, vote early, right? That's the biggest thing. You'd have almost two weeks in King County to get that back, but why wait till the day before? Go ahead. And if you're going to put it in a mailbox, I'll mail it. So it's been a pleasure having you on, Julie. And uh, this brings us to the end of our podcast. Thanks to Julie Wise, King County Elections Director, for joining me today. A reminder to everyone to be safe and think about how a disaster might impact you and your family and what you can do about it now before that happens. And don't forget to vote in November and be confident about voting by mail. Thank you and tune in again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's Disaster Zone podcast. Tune in again soon for more information on all aspects of disasters and what people and organizations are doing about them. You can also check out the Disaster Zone blog at www.disaster-zone.com.